I think roller derby is a hopeful thing. He earned enough money from selling plants that he paid off the mortgage on his house. People always want to know, uh, you know, is that a lie or is that the truth? I completely disassembled this Triumph TR6. I wish I could have been a professional woman soccer player. I'm Martha Woodruff, and this is The Spark, an exploration of interesting people doing interesting things. The Spark this week is essentially a garden romance. This is a fine romance. And we need to begin the story of this romance with Mary Stickley Godinas explaining plant grafting. Grafting is the idea of you choose a rootstock that either has more support for the plant or it has disease resistance or insect resistance um, or it's more economic. You can make lots of those rootstocks and other rootstocks aren't quite as easy to come by. And then you graft a desired top onto that rootstock. And there's a number of different methods that it's done by. The most common is bud grafting or budding. And um, about 80 to 90 percent of all of the woody plants in our landscapes are done by grafting of some sort. So if you have a red foliage tree that's normally green, a weeping tree, uh, things like pink dogwoods that are an unusual color, all of our fruit trees, all of that is grafted. Is grafted. And the idea of bud grafting or budding is the rootstock is grown and then you take one bud from your desired tree and put that onto the rootstock. And then the following year, you just let that one bud grow, and that bud becomes the new tree. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud! Okay, here comes the romance. It began some years ago when landscaper Mary Stickley Not-Yet-Godinas was in charge of the gardens and grounds around Winchester's Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. And part of Mary's job was arranging workshops that would demystify gardening to the rest of us. I'm also very involved with the Master Gardeners program. And um, that year I was president and I had been the coordinator of their intern classes. And so the local research station for fruit trees, we had gone out there for a pruning training in the wintertime and it was cold and it was miserable. And so the director of it, called me up and said, you know, you guys saw this station here when it was horrible and we're going to have an open house and why don't you bring the master gardeners and you can see our research when it's sunny and warm and lovely and there's apples on the trees. So um, we did. We showed up and at the last minute they had called some man and we didn't know who he was. They took us out on a hayride and he came with us. And we got out into the field and they said, "Okay, well, this is Raul Godinez and he's going to give us a budding demonstration. Okay, so he did. And then we went back and had dinner. The whole group had dinner. And over dinner, I was like, you know, I've been trying to find somebody who can do grafting and budding who will do this workshop for me. Would you be interested? Sure, I can do that. And then I was like, you know, and I've also really wanted to learn how to do this myself. I've seen it in books, but I haven't done it hands-on. Is there any way I could come and maybe work with you if you're doing some job nearby here? Um, Sure. Yeah, you can do that. So about a month later, he called me up, and he was going to be budding on this one particular farm, and maybe I could come out and meet with him. So I showed up on somebody's farm, and he put me to work first taping. So once the bud is put on the rootstock, then you there's a special tape that you wrap it with. 
And that wrapping process keeps the moisture inside the bud and holds the bud tight onto the tree so the tree can kind of grow over and, and callus over where that bud is and connect all that vascular tissue so the bud can grow. So my job was taping at first, and I taped for a few hours, and then he handed me the grafting knife and said, this is how you do it. Here, you try it. Now, when you were taping, were you clumsy? Oh, I am the clumsiest thing you ever wanted to meet. I am a total klutz. You are bent over. The buds go on the tree anywhere from two to six inches above the ground. And the rootstocks are planted, depending on the nursery, either six inches apart or 12 inches apart. So you're walking down the row, bent over, arms hanging down in front of you. Ouch. And you have to be very fast to do this. And yes, I am a walking klutz. So So you had a learning curve. I had a learning curve. So then he wanted me to, here, try your hand at, at the actual budding, cutting the buds and putting them on. And then he says to me, be very careful. This knife is really sharp. Well, I know about sharp knives. I'm fine. And I budded maybe three or five trees and realized I have blood coming from somewhere. And the knives are so sharp, you don't know that you've cut yourself. So I got all taped up and kept on budding and ended up working with them for the rest of the afternoon. So about six or eight hours. Um, Took the day off Saturday. That was a Friday. And then went out and budded with them again on Sunday. How was your back? (laughs) Oh, my back is miserable. Everything's miserable. (laughs) And it was that budding experience that led Marion Raoul, who's known nationally for his grafting expertise, to marry some five years later, and also to the establishment of Countryside Farm and Nursery in Cremora, which does a booming business in Godina's grafted trees. Most of the time they're sold before we actually bud them. So we call up various orchards and say, hey, I got 5,000 of this kind of rootstock. Are you interested? And they say yes or no. Um, and we like it when they say yes. And then they tell us what they want onto that rootstock, what type of, of apple. Wow. And, um, and then we grow them for another year after they're budded, and then they're sold bare. Well, then they're dug out of the ground and delivered bare root. And who's doing the phone work or who's doing the... Um, You know, it's been nice. He's so well known already that um, he could call a couple people, but then people were also calling us. Okay. And in addition to the fruit trees, that wasn't enough. So we also have blueberries and raspberries and vegetables um, and flowers. (laughs) We have 130,000 fruit trees this year for sale that we will be budding this year. So those will go out at the end of next year um, and plan to do the same number for the next couple of years till we can kind of get everything underneath us. We are up early in the morning and we go until dark and then we have dinner. So we crawl into bed between 11 and 12 at night, get up and um, go again. We sleep in January. Do you ever wish for an easier life? You know, we do. Halfway jokingly. But to really say it, no, I think I'm the luckiest person in the world. I mean, I get to walk outside every single day. I get to see God's creation. I get to see all this stuff in it. I see the rain. I see the sun. It's cold. It's hot. But it's amazing. I love what I do. I love those plants. I love to be messing with them. I swear to him, I'm going to take a day off. I am going to take a day off. And the next thing I know, I'm out there weeding my perennial beds. He's like, I thought you were taking the day off. I am taking the day off. But this is how I relax. And 
I don't remember when I started with plants. Uh, I remember going to the beach and everybody else made sand castles and I made sand gardens. Don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. Anyone else but me. Anyone else but me. No, no, no. Don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. Till I come marching home. You'll find more about Mary and Raul and Countryside Farm and Nursery, as well as Mary's explanation of top-working fruit trees, on the Spark page at WMRA.org. I know the apple tree is reserved for you and me, and I'll be true to you.